What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. And welcome back to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. You could follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, as you should, uh, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. In keeping with our 2018 NFL and CFL draft prospect uh, interviews, today we have on the broadcast Jackson Bennett of the University of Iowa. Jackson, I appreciate you taking time. Thanks for having me. Well, I wanted to say, normally when I introduce guys, I, I say, you know, defensive back or running back or quarterback. But you, however, have like three different positions you could play. <laughs> you could be a linebacker, you could be a safety or a defensive halfback in, in the CFL. Where do you feel as though uh, you're most comfortable in, in playing defense at the professional level? Um, I feel like uh, this is my body type and my speed. I think uh, linebacker, like at uh, Sam linebacker, outside linebacker kind of thing, maybe nickel and certain defenses. Uh, so that's that's where I think I'll uh, I'll shine the most. But um, again, yeah, like I I can play anywhere if if teams need uh, you know a safety, they need a halfback or anything like that. Then you know I'll be willing to jump in anywhere. But yeah, I think linebacker, like an outside linebacker, would be the the best spot for me. It's funny because you look at the way the game is played down here in the States, juxtaposed to what you guys do up north. It's kind of trending toward more of what you're seeing at the U sports level and the CFL level where that outside linebacker, that sandbacker, is essentially becoming that defensive halfback. What are some of the nuances in playing both positions? Because I know you can do both uh, as far as for those that may not be as familiar with what goes on up north as far as how you guys play defense. Mm, so... Um, usually uh, down south, they, they call the same linebacker the, the strong safety kind of thing. So they find them in the box and uh, and uh, outside uh, covering receivers as well. So um, I think some nuances by playing that position is, you know, by being in the box and being outside of the box, kind of have to do everything. Um, some people say it might have been like the hardest position, um, one of the hardest positions uh, on the defense. So um, that's something I want to tackle and uh, something I want to, uh, you know, get after. So. Um, yeah, I think being able to cover and, you know, handle linemen, um, handle the box and, and handle receivers as well would be something that would be pretty cool. And you're also really good once the ball is in the air. You have terrific ball skills, which is probably why they trust you back deep in, in returning kicks. And, and that's the other part too, man. When When you look at your game, I think one part that goes undervalued in, in football is how impactful a player can be on special teams, you can do it as a returner and also in the coverage unit. So how important is special teams to you and why 
have you taken that part seriously? Because normally you don't see guys take special teams seriously like you do. Mm. So, you know, there's I, f- I feel like, you know, special teams is a big, big part of, uh, of, of football, you know. Um, you know, offense and defense are both uh, a third themselves. So, you know, uh, special teams usually gets neglected. So um, special teams can change the, the weight of the game. It can change the momentum uh, like in an instant. So um, I feel like special teams is, uh, you know, somewhere I can I can do damage and I can help the team a lot. So um, I take pride in what I do on special teams. And, you know, I do my best like I do in everything else. So um, I think being able to turn kicks and, you know, uh, catch the ball in the air and, and, and do that kind of stuff, uh, you know, uh, can help the team a lot. I first got familiar with your game at the East-West Bowl this past May uh, or last May up in uh, up at Quebec City. You know, I was like, man, this guy is, is really good. He, You know, he's covering all, virtually every blade of grass. I thought you had a really good week of work up there. And, you know, that was just leading into a fantastic final season with Ottawa where you racked up so many different awards first i want to talk about your experience at the east west bowl how was that for you and how did that help propel you into where you are now as a prospect um the east west bowl was awesome i mean uh it feels like it wasn't too long ago but it was almost a it was a year ago so um you know i met a lot of cool people there i met a lot of uh talented young players too so um i think the coaching there you know we got coaching from you know different perspectives coming into play so uh you know coaching from uh out east in the quebec uh, Quebec League out west, um, you know, with the Can West teams, and also a few CFL teams came out to to coach me. I know the linebacker coach from uh, Calgary uh, brought me through like drills and stuff. So um, I think that uh, really helped me, you know, um, work on the fine tuned stuff for, for the season that came up uh, last year. So uh, it was a great, it was a good experience. Yeah, I like how you guys have you guys this all star game. Uh, prior to the season, you get maximum participation out there uh, as opposed to down in the States they have the senior bowl and all that stuff after the season. Guys tend to, oh, I don't want to be be a part of it. I don't want to participate. But you guys get after it early, and that helps springboard you into the season. Like I said, you won a lot of awards. And I know football is the ultimate team game, but you know, yeah. you as an individual, you like getting recognized for your play. Uh, what accolade was probably the most significant for you uh, this past season? Um, so we actually just had our athletic banquet um, this uh, last week, a few days ago. Um, so I think the biggest accolade that I got was probably team MVP for my team, um, just being recognized by my teammates and, you know, uh, being recognized as a leader and someone, you know, like they look up to and someone like, hey, we need a big play. So they look up to me and stuff like that. So I think, you know, earning the respect, um, that's something big for me is, you know, um, you know, when you come onto a team, and you're rookie and stuff, and, you know, the first thing you want to do is, you know, earn respect of your, your teammates and and uh, be be a part of the, the culture and stuff. So uh, being, you know, um, one of the most recognized players on the team is, a, is really special to me. I feel like when you look at what you bring to the table and, you know, despite all the accolades you've won, the, the all-star uh, appearances, I feel like you're still a bit underrated on a broader scale. What, what part of your game right now do you feel as though it's being vastly underrated? Um I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm from Canada, so I feel like uh, um, they obviously look at the state, United States guys before they look at Canadian guys. So I think in that perspective, you know, they've been play, playing against NCAA guys, and uh, I haven't. So I think that part um, might take into play when I'm being evaluated and stuff. Um, but, you know, I feel like I, 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 can make a, I can make a difference on any team, NFL team, CFL team. So I feel like I can play with anybody on the field. So 
Um, I played against guys in the States before. Um, I went down to Texas in January, and I, and I proved that I could play against NCAA guys, D1 guys. Um, but, yeah, I think that's that's one uh, part that I think is being evaluated. Well, well, let's talk about that. You just recently had a pro day where you lit up the field, 4-4-8 in a 40-yard dash, and we know the CFL teams are out there heavy, but there also was – and NFL team out there keeping an eye on you. What, what was your takeaway from your pro day? How did you perform? And what were some of the fee? What was some of the feedback that you were getting from those teams? So yeah, that was uh, that was really cool actually. Uh, you don't get too many chances for an NFL team to come up to Canadian schools and do pro days. Um, so yeah, I ran the forty. I did short shuttle, a three cone, and broad jump. And I felt like I did pretty well. I mean, all the numbers were a lot better than the CFL combine. So that was that was a plus. Um, but yeah, I think um, the feedback that they gave me wasn't too specific, just because they wanted to go through the numbers. So I think I'll get feedback uh, in upcoming upcoming weeks. So, um, but they did, I did. They said I did well. So that was uh, that was good. I, I like the CFL combine, man, because of one particular reason. You guys actually wear pads, so mm-hmm. a lot of it is functional football work that you're putting in in these different uh combines that you guys participate and also that's another cool part too you kind of like layer it to where okay you move on from one point a to point b uh how important is the cfl combine because that's one thing down here in the states you see guys tend to not want to work out at the nfl combine but there i feel like hey we're wearing pads you know you kind of have to get out there and show up exactly yeah i mean like putting on the pads is uh, super important and it's a whole like another uh um part of the process, interview process. So, um, yeah, like I said, you know, CFL interview, big, big, big part of, you know, the process of trying to be a professional. So, um, you know, it was awesome to be there and, you know, um, putting on the pad shows, you know, how aggressive you can be, you know, and uh, how, how well you can carry the weight of the pads on you too. So um, you can be an amazing track athlete, but, you know, once you put the pads on, it's a, it can be a different story. So um, it's good to show, uh, different types of perspectives in, in terms of that. Exactly, because it puts you guys, you know, defensive backs are at a disadvantage um, a lot of times when you're out there trying to go one-on-ones without pads and, you know, without the, the ability to really get a hand on a receiver. So definitely agree with you there. When you look at the CFL draft, you know, first round is only nine teams, only nine teams in the CFL for those that may not know. But uh, mm-hmm. first round, you that's elite territory. Uh, why do you feel as though you should be the first overall pick? I feel like I should be the first overall pick just because of my my versatility. Um, you know, I, th- I don't think you'll find too many guys in this draft that can play pretty much anywhere on the field. Um, I can play even on offensive uh, side of the ball too, running back, receiver, um, and, uh, and I show that I can have the hands to do so um, and the speed to do so as well. So um, I may not be the you know the the six foot three kind of guy, but you know um, I'm touching on six foot, so five eleven's a I have pretty good size to, to be anywhere on the field as well. So, Yeah, that's a good point. And here's the thing with, with me, man. Football, I just think it's, it's not that complicated. Can you score and can you take the ball away? You could do both. So you're right. You could play either side of the ball. It doesn't matter. Just find a way to get the ball in your hands. What is it about the game that you love the most? For me, the thing that I love the most is uh, obviously the physicality and the um, – and you know the the athleticism that it takes to do it, but um, for me, it's the um, the team aspect and the things that football teaches you. You know, um, you come into a team, and like I was talking about before, you know, you got to earn respect in, in that in that sense. So um, 
you know, it teaches you how to be, how to deal with people, how to deal with, you know, uh, different types of situations. And, um, you know, uh, going into my game again about versatility and uniqueness is, um, you know, you have to um, be able to be a leader as well. So I feel like as a leader, you know, um, you don't look at the problem as being a problem, you look at first solutions. So I think football teaches you a lot of different kinds of things and, um, you know, team aspects and that kind of thing. So, and that, and that stuff that could be translated into, you know, real life too, you know, um, getting a job wherever, you know, everything in football, you know, football is a very unique sport in terms of team aspect and that, in that sort of sense. So I think that's uh, pretty cool. I'll be remiss if I didn't bring up one of the best rivalry games in all of football. It's not army Navy. It's not Williams and Amherst. It's, you guys at Ottawa versus Carlton. <laughs> the Panda game, man, that's one of the more popular games out there. How important was it for you guys to play in that game every year? Man, that was that was my favorite game of the year, to be honest. Um, you know, at Canadian schools, you don't get that many people coming out to, um, you know, your season games. But, um, I mean, homecoming's nice. You get, a, you get a little bit of crowd. But then, you know, Panda game, just a whole other beast in itself. You get to play at a, you know, professional stadium. There's... I think last year there was more than 25,000 people there, um, you know, all students, you know, all, all fans. And um, it's just a different atmosphere. And for me, the Panda game was super important just because, you know, um, I've been with the team for four years now and I was able to win it at one of them. So um, each year, you know, I wanted to win so bad, so bad. And it was always so close, you know, two points, one point, you know, a field goal. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate that's how football works. But um, yeah, I mean, like again, like it was a, it was a super duper like awesome um, atmosphere. So yeah, it's a pretty big game, man. It's one of my favorite games to watch. I always find a way to to get the broadcast either the day after or the tape before. Um, just check it out. So I, again, I'm a big fan of just football, and I love that these rivalry games still mean something out there now uh, nowadays. When you when you look at uh, moving forward to the professional level, Jackson, man, you know, people uh, want to be able to keep in touch with what you got going on and they want to know more about you. Where can people follow you on social media to keep up with this journey, whether it's in the CFL or in the NFL or, or actually both? Um, so, yeah, you can find me on um, – I'm on all social platforms. I'm not usually on Twitter, uh, but you can find me on Instagram, uh, actionjack5onb, um, and you can find me on Facebook as Jackson Bennett as well. Um, so yeah, check me out and uh, hope to uh, put some stuff out there because everything I put on social media is for football. So that's a good way to go about it, man. It's keeps you out of trouble when you do it that way, you know. So <laughs> good move, uh, Jackson. Man, I appreciate you taking time, and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Appreciate it a lot. Thanks for having me.